Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lock Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Uh, this is a Joy Keys, your host of Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter.com slash Joy Keys, and you can become a fan on Facebook. Just look up Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. And now I'm on Instagram. Yeah, lots of cool pictures. Uh, you can tag me in a photo, and you might win a prize. I want to say thank you to all the listeners. Thank you so much. We're close to a million downloads of the podcast. Wow. can't believe you guys are going to listen to my crazy voice uh, on Saturday mornings and sometimes during the week. But, again, I just wanted to say thank you so much uh, for supporting the podcast. Well, right now I'm speaking to another filmmaker. Today is the film day. I just got off the phone with filmmaker Byron Hurt, his film dealing with hazing. And now I'm um, speaking with a filmmaker from across the pond, if you will, uh, Dee Bondele. Uh, he's not only a filmmaker, he's a playwright and a novelist. Um, he has uh, written many books, and now he is uh, venturing again into film uh, based on a story, uh, Half of the Yellow Sun. Good morning, Dee. Good morning. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for uh, being willing to do the interview. Thank you. My pleasure. Wow. So you're all the way uh, in uh, England. So right now it's afternoon. So I should say a Hassan, yeah? Uh, yes, it is afternoon. It's, <laughs> it's, it's about 5 30 in the afternoon here right now. Yeah. So, and um, raining too. Oh, and raining. Is that a surprise? You're in London and it's raining? <laughs> 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 I don't think that's a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So let's no. talk about this. You adapted, uh, was it, 500-some pages uh, yeah. of Adichie's book, A Half of a Yellow Sun. And, you know, when I remember uh, reading about her book and thinking about, you know, this book is about war. Do I want to read about war right now? Mm, I don't know about that. And then the movie came out, and I was like, a movie about war in Africa. Oh, God, I don't know if I can do this again. But then I saw the movie, and I was like, this is a love story. It is I a mean, love story, yes. Yeah, you know, that, it was like, okay, I can watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a love story set to the backdrop of, of the war, of, of the Biafran war, but it's not. A conventional war movie, uh, uh, to the extent that it's not, uh, it's not set on the battlefront. It's not about soldiers. It's about ordinary middle-class people getting on with their lives during uh, a war. So let's talk about a little bit about your background. Uh, you were a, yeah. a writer first. 
and then you ventured into film. I was um, l- listening to some other interviews, and uh, you watched Bollywood movies when you were growing up. And it's funny because I used to make my daughter watch Bollywood movies, and then she became she started liking them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the, probably the first thousand movies I saw as a kid were either Bollywood movies or Hong Kong uh, Kung Fu movies. And um, and then much later, I, I, I came across movies from other parts of the world, but that was much later. And, um, and it was fun. I still have a fondness for them. Yeah. So now, the, I was reading that... Um how did you decide what to take from the book? Because, again, it's like 500-some pages or so. What yeah. part did you well, decide? You know, you, you, you condensed so much. I mean, do you feel like you lost things? I did. Do you I'm, feel like I'm, you added stuff? No, I didn't, I, I didn't actually add um, anything. I mean, it's such uh, an epic book. Uh, the story is quite epic in scale. Um, but I knew that I wanted to make a movie that would uh, be about two hours long. And what you generally do when you adapt a book of that scale into a movie is you, 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 find, you find the ideal short story version of it, the short story in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you essentially distill it. And, and that's what I did. Um, I also had um, several really powerful characters that I fell in love with. Uh, the sisters, uh, played by Annie Canonio Ross and Tandy Newton. Um, and uh, uh, the houseboy is quite um, a presence in the book, and he is also in the movie. And um, and uh, and uh, yeah, the husbands and boyfriends of the yeah. sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stuart and Edgar for. Um, and then, uh, you know, so I, I decided to concentrate on, on those major characters. And, um, it, it took, it took a few years to kind of get, to get the script right. But eventually we, I think, you know, I, I, I was able to get something that, that I was happy to go into, into production with. And, and, um, and the, and the cast, you know, is, uh, is amazing. They're, they're, they're really great in, in, in the movie. Oh, my God. The cast is absolutely um, exhilarating. I mean, you could feel the pain. You could feel the joy. It's like you wanted to touch yeah. them through the screen. I mean, um, the actors, of course, uh, are amazing. Chueco is amazing. And Tandi. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Tandi is just so raw. She is a very... She is. That is the, the word I will give her. She is raw. Um, yeah. uh, actress and um, so that rawness uh, against Chueco and then Aniki Nani Rose who's such a stoic character her uh, her uh, yeah. stoic you know sister um, is, is awesome um, now Absolutely. let's also talk about you know we said this is not a movie about war and this is not a war movie um, but I will say I have to say maybe you're in a bit of denial because you wrote a book uh, about the Burma uh, uh, incident, and now you're doing yeah. this movie, and you well, you know what happened. So are you are you denial about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what what happened was um, I was writing I was writing my my novel when Shimamanda was writing hers, and we met at a literary conference by a year, 
before Half Year was published, and she told me about her book. I told her about mine, and and I joked when she told me about her book that I I thought because I was all, actually already at at the time making short movies. I, I had already decided I wanted to direct, and I I said it sounded like the basis of of a powerful movie. And when the book came out a year later and I read it, I just I I I, I saw a movie and I fell in love with it and I saw a movie in it. And and I got in touch with her and um and the journey of taking the book to the big screen started then. Um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to bring that up that maybe, you know, he doesn't realize what's going on here. There's a little trend, you know. Well, you know, my 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 dad was actually my dad was actually a soldier, so. Yes, I wanted um, to say that. Yeah, that yeah, you have that yeah, in your yeah. background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And also, your brother, uh, I think it was your brother. Joined I, the I had a brother who, who. Yeah, but he was I actually he joined the army. The year I was born, which was the year that the Biafra War started, um, and so I never got to know him. He he died in action, mm. um, you know. But he was he was quite a presence in my childhood because my mom was always talking about him, and I always expected him to walk in any time, even though I knew from my dad that that he died. Yes. Let's talk a little bit. I want to mention some people may not be familiar with the Biafran War. Close to maybe three million people died. It was to some people ethnic cleansing, to others it was, I guess, yeah. people grabbing political power to, for resources and land. Um, yeah, it was people, all of those things. Yeah, some people blamed the British. Some people blamed the House of. What is your perception? Why was there a war? Well, it was. Um, it was. It was a civil war. Um, I mean, I don't know about Brit blaming the British or anyone else. I mean, the fact is, it was Nigerians fighting each other, and and various foreign powers took sides. Um, uh, and and the war lasted nearly three years, and um, millions of people died. And um, but you know, the country um, came back together at the end of the war came back together without actually dealing with the causes of the war so that today, over 40 years after the war, Nigeria is actually more divided than it was before the war started. Yes. But, yes. but that's, a, that's, that's a different story. That's another that's story. That's a different story. Let's talk about this love story. Let's go back to the love story part because, uh, you know, I think uh, Aditya definitely is a feminist. I definitely think she, and she gives credence in her book to different writers that she uh, credited, uh, you know, like Gucci and Macheta uh, and Chinua yeah. and, um, you know, Gucci and Macheta had some very strong female characters, and in the film, there are three, in the book, the film, yeah. the three females, you know, the two sisters and even the mom. Uh, the mom, yes. Yeah. So the mom, uh, I think that they represent people in society, and then if you go to how art uh, is a form of yeah. activism, you see, I don't know. Do you agree with that? That art can be a form of activism, or speaker. Oh yeah, you can't I mean, be in real life, you know. It, it, I, it, yeah, it, it could be. I mean, um, but I, I was, I knew those characters in real life, so um, I just had never seen them on the screen before. African characters mm-hmm. like that, women. I mean, there yeah. are. You go to any African country, and uh, you know, there are thousands and thousands 
of people like that. And and that was actually one of the motivations for me for wanting to to make the film. Let me just mention to the audience that, the, you know, the different characters, it's like, one, the mother decides to stay. Many people decide to stay in their homes and not give up. And then there were people who wanted to flee or continue to live in their bougie lifestyles away from and be in denial. I think that was Aniki LaRose's character. And then there was Connie Newton's character, you know, and she was entrenched, I feel. Uh, maybe to some degree I felt bad for her a little, like, she was saying because she loved her husband, but then yeah. but really, like she didn't want to ask her family who had money. They would have been willing to help her, you know? She was like Oh, they were, but she knew where she stood. She didn't want to yeah. go anywhere. Yeah. Um and I and I think I, I think also that the character actually at that point during that stage of the war actually believed that um she didn't quite believe that there was going to be full-scale war. Mm. I just thought the country would separate and and everything would go, uh, it would be business as usual. So, that's, okay. I, so she was, I think, a bit naive. Yes, I think so. I definitely think so. And that's just a representation of people in that instance. And let's talk about yeah. a crazy thing that happened while you were filming. I heard people got sick. They got, you got typhoid? We, we, yes, we, we, uh, yeah, Tandy had typhoid, I had typhoid. Um, fortunately, every single one of us actually had been vaccinated. Um, but, but the fact that you've been, you've, you've been inoculated or vaccinated against a disease does not, does not mean that, that, you know, cannot, um, uh, affect you if yeah. you contract it. Um, the difference between being vaccinated and not being is being killed by something like typhoid. So we we all contracted it, but we recovered. Um, about 40 members of my crew contracted it. Uh, some had malaria as well. So it was uh, it was quite a shoot. To, oh to my God! My, uh, and you still went through with the film. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, not a single member of my crew actually left. Yeah. Um, every single one of one of them stayed till the end. Um, yeah, I mean, it was. It sounds terrible. It sounds horrible when you say, "Oh, someone people are typhoid," but we were we had a lot of fun. I mean, I couldn't wait every morning to to get on set. <laughs> and I was just getting I was just getting so seriously. I was you know I was just marveling at the amazing performance that I was getting from my actors. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it was great. And it was also interesting about um, Aniki Nani Rose's husband. His character representing, do you feel the quiet? Uh, white or British colonial. I mean, he was kind of in the background. He really didn't say much. Um, oh, oh, her husband. Yeah, Richard. Yes. Richard, yeah. Yeah, I think um, Joe, um, who plays who plays Richard, they have to play in Richard, chose to play him as a shy, uh, rather um, introspective person. Um and and that's actually the character that Chimamanda wrote in her, in her book. Um, and um, but you know he he's, his his part is also quite powerful, and I I really like Joe's performance in the film. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there, there are times when I was quite moved by his story. Yeah. 
Now, you know there's a lot of cheating going on, there's a lot of scandalous things going on, and yet both couples decided to stay together uh, after so much uh, pain that they, they yeah, absolutely. Each other, I mean, you know? Yeah, what I like, what really drew me to the book, again, I mean, so many things, but it was the fact that you had the characters who were very complex. They were not like think uh, heroes and they were not they were not, not they were not cartoon villains. They were people who were just very, very human. They were flawed people. Yeah. Yeah. And um and we we go on this journey with them. You know, the audience goes on a journey with them and it's not they're not easy to like, but I think we fall in love with them in the end. Um yeah, and, I mean, I definitely didn't like, yeah, uh, I didn't like to wait for character, but then I felt bad for him, and I was like, oh, why am I feeling bad for him? Oh, my God, get away, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his yeah. mom no, no, tricked no, him, you know, his mom tricked him, you times, know? <laughs> yeah, there were times during the shoot when, um, just before I shot a scene with Chiwetel in it, um, he would refer to his character and say, "What a guy! What a guy!" <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> well, wow! You know, I could talk to you for a long time about uh, your writing, about the film. Unfortunately, I know you. Have, you know, you don't have. You have a limited amount of time. But I want to say thank you so much for sharing thank you. Uh, your vision, your vision of the book, and I hope that you continue to dissect, you know, work. Um, I think are you working on another writing? You said some kind of sci-fi. I heard maybe. I'm sorry. I heard you're working on a book, like a science fiction or futuristic book. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. You, my God, you've done your research. Yes, I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. I try to look into the backgrounds of my my guests. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So when is that coming out? When can we expect that? Oh, not for a while yet. I, yeah, I'm, I'm also working on my next film, so. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I want to say, Shay, for coming on today. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Um, and you have a wonderful weekend over across the pond, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Odabo. Odabo. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Just got off the phone with filmmaker B. Bandele about the film Half of a Yellow Sun, a wonderful story, which is really a love story, but the background uh, is the Biafran War that was very intense and affected. Actually, more than 3 million people died uh, because of that civil war. Um, you definitely want to check that out. You might want to do a little research to learn more about that. And it's unfortunate that, you know, we're fighting with each other. We look the same, we're fighting with each other. We need the same things, we're fighting with each other. Uh, we're being funded by people outside of our countries to fight against each other. Uh, it's, it's a sad state of affairs. Uh, one of the things I wanted to mention, I didn't get to mention when I was talking to B, but his film uh, was not uh, allowed to open uh, today in Nigeria. Um, and so hopefully that will change. But uh, there is still fear uh, in the truth. People are still fearful to see the truth. Um, it's, it's, it's a shame. It's similar with Byron Hurst's film about hazing. People are fearful to see the truth be brought to light. Um, 
But thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, you can follow me on twitter.com slash joykeys. And you can become a fan on Facebook. Just look up Saturday mornings with Joy Keys. And also now I am on Instagram, as I said, so I'm Saturdays with Joy Keys on Instagram. Uh, next week I'll be speaking with author Kimberly Lawson Rohde about her book, The Prodigal Son. So you can tune in next Saturday, uh, which is the 12th at 11 a.m. Eastern. Again, thank you so much for listening this morning, and I hope that you have a wonderful uh, Saturday. Please uh, take care to wear your sunscreen. Um, but uh, thanks again for, for tuning in to my wonderful show. Have a great day. This heavyweight bout is about to begin. What's the champ wearing? Looks like an examination gown. And from the back... Ooh, that's not pretty. Champ, what's with the get-up? I've got to take care of my family, so I'm getting those important medical screens. <laughs> the fight is over! Champ, you look pretty healthy out there tonight. But I'm still getting those tests. For a list of tests you need, go to ahrq.gov. And remember, real men wear gowns. Go to ahrq.gov. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AHRQ, and the Ad Council. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.